0: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only.
1: Exclusions apply. Hello, everybody. It is John Pollock, and I'm joined by Wei Ting, and this is Rewind A. Smackdown. How are you, Wei? I'm pretty well. Can you keep track of all these shows um yes i have a, I have it written down well that's good yeah we've had a lot of talking together over the last uh day or so mm-hmm I know more of this more of this to come wow i got to uh I got to fully experience a a waiting sleep cycle over the past twenty four hours. I got home at five in the morning. I went to sleep and then I woke up at. I slept till 11, and now it is 11.30 p.m., mm-hmm. and I, I am feeling the effects of this now. Oh,
0: okay. Did you just automatically wake up at 11? I did, yes. Mm.
1: So I got six hours of sleep. That was sufficient. Well, I'm training you for Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I know. I know. 2 a.m. Uh, start time. Th- this is the kind of the, the intensity that, that is required. Yeah. For an event that, by the way, we should update people that the event itself is starting at 3 a.m., however, the New Japan Rumble starts, the pre-show is on at 2 a.m., 2 a.m. Eastern time. Who's not, well, how would you not watch the New Japan Rumble? Well, wait till you watch it, way, and then you'll probably know the answer to that question. Okay. It, it actually will probably be really fun, but it'll also be pretty long. Those things are 35 to 40 minutes, these So, so are, what are the intervals? Uh, it's usually a minute or two. Wow. They play with it. Okay. All right. So, so that's what you have to look forward to at 2 a.m. What is your, what is your, are you going to sleep beforehand or are you just going to go straight through? Are you going to wake up on Wednesday and not go to sleep until you're done this event on Thursday morning?
0: Um, yeah, depending on when I wake up. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I could fit a nap in beforehand to just get me ready, then sure.
1: Uh, I might have a cup of coffee with me. Might. You kidding yeah, me? I'm, up. oh, I'm going to have coffee from 3am onwards. Wow. Oh yeah. I love it though. It's like an event, you know, I- I'm looking forward to it. It should
0: be fun. Yeah. You have to kind of actually commit this time and you actually have to do some physical training. In order to enjoy this wrestling event,
1: you know what I'm going to say right off the bat because a lot of people listening are not going to have the chance to watch this thing live at mm. three in the morning at two in the morning. I get that a lot of people have worked the next day it's a very difficult time zone it's a It's a Japanese event that's happening at a in at a normal time in Tokyo, but not a normal time if you are in Canada for instance so when you go to work the next day, I don't want anybody to have the attitude of, oh, it got ruined for me on Twitter. Stay off Twitter. If it, it, if it is that important to you that you don't learn these results, what is more realistic? You expecting all these other fans out there to not tweet about what happens. Like 100% you're going to find out the results if you go on Twitter. Or is it more realistic that for one day – You can stay off Twitter and wait till you go home that night. Enjoy the show. Nothing will be spoiled for you. And we don't have to have any complaints. Is that so difficult? For some people it is. Like, I don't want to hear anything from people about spoilers. But just stay off. So will you you be live tweeting? I might be. I haven't decided yet. I'm I'm going to have... uh, coverage on the site. Mm -hmm. And if something happens that I want to comment on, I will tweet about it because I'm awake at 3 a.m. and I'm watching this live. And if you happen to come on the next day, you know what? As I said, the analogy, it's like you're blindfolded in traffic. You might get hit with something. Damn. Hey, that's why, why would you go on Twitter? If you're so adamant about not learning results of something, would you do that on a Monday if you had to work the night of the Super Bowl and the next day you just want to go through work and not hear the score? Would you go on Twitter? Would you go to NFL.com and then complain that they had the results of the Super Bowl from the night before? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm i in agreement with you. Um, okay. Onus is on the consumer.
0: For, it's very simple. But I'll say for this show. Because I would say most of our audience is not of the same time zone as Japan, I would respect this one uh, more so than your typical event because, and I mean, I want you to, to live tweet and I want you to do all that, but I mean, like for things like uh, our thumbnails and uh, titling, I feel like we should keep it at least a little vague for maybe, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what a good length is. 12 hours, maybe? Just something to, uh, because I know a lot of people probably won't have a chance listening to this to watch it until
1: after the fact, or probably the next day. Is it fair the uh, 364 other days of the year when we'll just gladfully post WWE results for an audience that might be in Asia that cannot watch it live because it's very inconvenient for them well i get complaints about that too um well but i'm i'm
0: speaking for maybe the majority of our listeners and i feel like the majority are not of that time zone actually i know the majority
1: are not of that time zone well i'm just saying that if it's so difficult that you can't watch the show just stay off the internet for one day and not even the internet stay off twitter for one day that's what I, if I really didn't want to find out something, I wouldn't go on Twitter. What would you do instead? Not go on Twitter. Yeah, I'd how? read a book. I'd go to work. I'd work. You would take a book with you on the subway? Absolutely. <laughs> what kind of book? Is Twitter that necessary that you have to go on to be up to date on all the other news, but you can't customize your news to eliminate results? Would you tell people to simply unfollow you? For 24 hours? 100%. Unfollow me. Yeah, if it's, if sure. you want to go on Twitter mute, and mute, not yeah. get results, mute me, uh, unfollow me, that's cool. But there's going to be way other more people than me that are going to probably spoil the results for you. That maybe it makes more logical sense that instead of unfollowing 30 people, you just stay off for 12 hours and then watch the show so easy i don't understand the psychology of people that they spoil themselves that's who they're spoiling they're spoiling themselves that's what it is mm. let's go on to smackdown although i don't know if everyone listening to this has, has watched smackdown yet i'll be vague as if they don't have too much on their place the kings of combat sports podcast trying to wait Talk about the things they did that day. the work We We were in Orlando on Tuesday Night Way, the Amway Center. Which we had AJ Styles starting off the show in the same arena where he made his WWE debut two years ago at the royal rumble Mm -hmm. what a uh what a return here he came out he wished everyone a happy new year and he mentioned all of the talent that has made new year's resolutions to win the royal rumble he's made his own resolution to leave the main event of wrestlemania as champion now wait what is the likelihood of aj styles honoring this resolution April 9th 2018 will he wake up on Monday morning and have that championship
0: um depends on his opponent doesn't
1: it what would you say is the mm. uh, do you do you see aj going to wrestlemania as the champion
0: right now it's hard for me to think of a an alternative on smackdown not a whole lot of options I think AJ's your your best guy. And I could see him actually leaving because I can't I don't even know who he would face right now.
1: So Monday, April 9th, likely that AJ Styles is still the WWE champion? Are you are you venturing likely? Sure. Okay. How about you? I think unlikely that he I I do feel he'll be champion going into Mania. Who do you think is what do you think is his match? Um Nakamura? I'd like it to be Nakamura, but man, does that, does that feel like a program that you're really starting at square one at the moment? Nakamura wasn't even on tonight's show. Mm. Well, there were could, a bunch of people not on the show tonight. He could win the Rumble. Yeah. Do you think that would be a big reaction if Nakamura wins the Rumble? I do. Yeah? For, I mean, yeah, I do. I
0: do. I don't think it would be lukewarm. I think he's still... It, I think people still like him, but he hasn't really done anything of note. And winning the Rumble, I think he... When, if it came down to, like, a Final Four of him and three other... Like, I'm, in, a, in a Final Four, I would say he would be... Fi- he would have the crowd's favor um, in most configurations, if you know what I mean. Like, he's still a fan favorite, in my opinion but just not hot.
1: Yeah, I get the sense that they could do uh, because we saw that that advertising was out for the Smackdown pay-per-view in February, which, I mean, stuff can always change, but it leads you to think that it could be a Raw winner coming out of the Rumble, but that stuff can always mm-hmm. change to whatever's most convenient for you mm-hmm. at, at that particular time. As of now, we've got five people in the Rumble. They really haven't uh, loaded this thing with with names. We've got Cena, Orton, Nakamura, Elias, and Finn Balor. That's the lineup so far for the Rumble. I don't need to know. Yeah, just leave them all mysteries. Yeah. Or just do a five-man Rumble. AJ continues. He says his second New Year's resolution is to beat, beat Sami Zayn tonight. So record time he broke his, first, his second resolution. And he asks if Kevin Owens is going to be allowed to be in Zayn's corner tonight. So he is bringing out Daniel Bryan to answer that very question. Brian comes out, immediately is followed by Shane McMahon. And there are chants for Shane, there's chants for Brian. And Shane says that, essentially, we all prefer clean finishes rather than distractions. And Shane apologizes to Styles for his involvement, inadvertently leading to Owens beating him last week. And he asks Daniel Bryan if he's turning the yes movement into the yep movement. And then he says that. He just cuts off Brian's response and goes on to state that if Zane is going to be allowed to be uh, having Owens in his corner, then Shane's going to be in Styles' corner tonight. And Brian just says, "Okay, cool. And I'll be at ringside, too. And Shane says, well, I guess we're going to start 2018 off with a bang with the riveting news that there will be three humans at ringside. (laughs) For this non-title match. Mm-hmm. What a bang. To start this year off. And Styles just looked all confused and annoyed here. As he was kind of just the afterthought. For Shane and Brian's segment.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean. This entire Smackdown really. Didn't feel like it had. That much importance. Attached to it. And um, I suppose this opening segment. Kind of teed all that off. When the biggest thing you had to look forward to was uh, whether or not somebody would interfere in the main event that uh, has really no ramifications whatsoever. Um, it's, this, this whole show was just kind of another smaller chapter of a bigger story, and this week it was Brian who was the one showing, I thought, a bit more bias and a bit more of a heel edge to him. Than, oh, especially at the end,
1: yes. Yeah, than Shane. Yeah, this felt like, like overall, I think we've been fans of this this story that's going on. But this was a, a week where it didn't feel as though there was anything new to add to this story. It was mm-hmm. just continuing it and yeah. somewhat pushing the, the Brian end of things as being slightly more heelish. But.
0: You, you were left previous weeks with the question of whether or not Daniel Bryan was siding, uh, was showing favoritism with the heels. And this
1: week, you're just... Left with those same questions. The Usos are out for their tag title defense. And Jay referred to his brother Jimmy as the Iron Man. So here it is. Chris Harrington of WrestleNomics who did this uh, study last week. Figuring that now with Dean Ambrose out for a prolonged period of time. That if you take this sample size. Of the last number of years, I think going back to 2010, the guy who's had the most matches with the least amount of days off uh, is Jimmy Uso. And here it gets cited in a promo, this statistic. Though, right? though, though no credit for for one Chris <laughs> Harrington here given by – I guess they couldn't work that into their promo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's true. I think it's his longest stretch, Jimmy Uso, has been 34 days off has been his longest stretch during that entire time period. So, and that was when his brother was injured, right? Uh, yeah. It was when Jay got hurt, I think it was with the shoulder injury in 2015, and Jimmy was kind of just not used for a while. So I'm imagining that was the 34-day gap. And then they started using him in some singles here and there, and then eventually Jay came back. So uh, they did their promo. Said they're soon to be three-time tag team of the year in the WWE. Um, they made no mention of my award for these two as tag team of the year. I'm sure that's nothing. What, I'm sure that's what they meant. Nope, they didn't even mention that they were also uh, recipients of the waiting best comeback award. Nothing. <laughs> so the Usos versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable for the tag titles. After the break. Uh, Jimmy uh, made the tag to Jay, who came in, hit a tope bait to Benjamin on the floor, then dove onto Gable. Benjamin takes Jay, runs him into the barricade, and then drives Jimmy with a knee from the apron. And they hit their finish, uh, Gable and Benjamin, uh, with Gable coming off the top, pinning Jimmy. Not only was Jimmy not the legal man, but neither was Gable. But they're celebrating. The audience thinks they've seen a the title change And Jay is protesting this fact. And another referee gets involved pointing this out. And we find out both men were the illegal men. And the referee admits he made a mistake and the match is restarted. This would not fly in MMA way where the instant replay rule, if you have to go to instant replay, then the fight is over. You cannot restart it after instant replay is invoked. But here in the WWE They are their own athletic commission, and we got a match restarted due to referee incompetency.
0: Mm. I thought it was a good use of of the dusty finish. I thought it was an already hot match, and doing something like this just made it that much hotter. Uh, I wonder if this finish was part of the reason why neither of the Usos wore their shirts today, because they needed to create some
1: inadvertent twin magic oh well that's that's an attention to detail that maybe they were they were looking at they're trimming down too Uh, they are they are because jimmy had gotten a little big Mm -hmm. so maybe he's uh maybe the iron man has put some iron in his diet of late they're back from the break they brawl on the floor the bell rings to restart the match and gable saves benjamin from the running hip attack in the corner then gable and benjamin go for the finish again Gable leaps off the top into a super kick from Jimmy. The Usos hit a double super kick and Jimmy finishes off Shelton with the top rope splash. So the Usos retain the titles at the end of all of this.
0: An incredibly fast pace uh, from that first match right onto the second match. Some fantastic sequences. I thought they would go for the title change because I thought they were going to set up uh, uh Rusev in English. But it doesn't look like they will, at least not yet. It could still be a possibility I thought in the end, though, this was a match that was good for everybody. The Usos feel like they finally have this audience. They're chanting along with their catchphrases, and in ring, they are just excellent. Uh, And Gable and Benjamin, too, you know, while I feel like they have shortcomings with their their promos and characters, I think in ring, um, they are also tremendous. And with this match, to me, they felt like legitimate threats because... They didn't necessarily rely on dirty tactics to make that pinfall. It wasn't legal, but it wasn't dirty. It was simply you know, confusing, but it felt like a rather legitimate win. Like like in a rematch, um, I'm more interested in the match
1: now because they feel like actual contenders. Yes, uh, I, I like this overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crowd was into it, which after the majority of raw Monday night was nice to hear a crowd get into a match. Owens and Zane are backstage and they're interviewed by Renee and they are asked if the people at ringside tonight will affect the outcome. And Owens asks, what's even different about tonight? And he goes over what he had for breakfast as compared to this week. That was different. The city they were in last week is different from the city they're in now but said the thing that is the same is that he beat Styles last week and now Zayn's going to beat him. Zayn takes over, stating, Brian is just being a good general manager and this is the seven. I mean, Sammy and Kevin show and Kevin Owens just grinning (laughs) was not going to let this mistake go untouched and told him, that's weird that you said seven like that. Seven is a great... Ship name for these two, though. The Seven, Sammy, and Kevin show. The Seven. Seven maybe. Kevin. Uh, yeah, maybe oh. Maybe they can work it into something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they should run with it.
1: Seven Owens. Mm. Seven, yeah. They could do better. Brizongo and the Bludgeon Brothers were supposed to have their rematch, and this was a first. We had the video replay from last week of the Ascension volunteering Brizongo to have this rematch. And the match begins, or at least the Bludgeon Brothers attack Brizongo as the video is playing, so they have to cut out of the video to go to the action in the ring. Whether or not intentional, I thought it was sort of
0: a nice little touch. Like, wow, they hate them so much, they didn't
1: even wait for the cue. Well, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that this was to convey distress in the ring, because I was watching this as a just mistimed. Uh, The bell never rang. The Ascension came out. The Bludgeon Brothers attacked them. Connor was knocked to the floor, and they hit Victor with that crucifix bomb of theirs and left him laying as their music played.
0: Mm, Yeah, um... Not exactly sure where this is leading uh, because, I don't know, maybe like a, a two-on-four match. Oh, who um, cares? Maybe cares?
1: Maybe a WWE.com exclusive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are basically waiting right now for, um,
1: yeah, for maybe for the Usos. Who knows? Xavier Woods is blindfolded in the back, and Big E and Kofi have got him a gift. And he's guessing what it is. And it's pancakes in the shape of the numbers 2018. He says when he becomes U.S. champion, they all become the U.S. champion, which is definitely not how it works. He goes to blow out the candle in the pancake. When Rusev and English enter, English's wish is for every day to be Rusev Day. And Rusev says that the New Day is acting like children, blowing out candles and making wishes. And so Rusev leans in. He blows out the candle and he stole Xavier's wish. Oh. What mm. a prick. I know. They should have censored this. Man, could you imagine this? Like could you imagine he didn't imagine, he, he didn't imagine just, if you were
0: He didn't just go ahead steal and... the 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 wish. He probably got like spit all over these pancakes. Ugh.
1: What an awful human being. Awful. Mojo had a tape promo announcing that next week, after he beats Zack Ryder in the tournament, Zack Ryder will be in the past where he belongs. And did the woo-woo-woo, you-know-it catchphrase at the end of this. They had this ugly backdrop that was just associated with garbage tonight, and we had a promo to come that would be uh, doing that backdrop justice.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's part of the problem of, I suppose trying to shoot so many of these backstage things in, like, an arena.
1: Um, I don't know. I just... I, d- I didn't know which was worse, these ones we got tonight or the New Year's resolutions from the night before with Bailey and Sasha and Absolution. Yeah. It's just, like,
0: such an old way of making TV. And,
1: uh, I don't know. Like, you Compare this, compare this way to Mojo's promo on the the cell phone, on the cell phone. Exactly. Yeah. Which were basically the same. uh, The cell phone promo was a bit longer, but we're talking about a promo that was like 90 seconds. And not as compared to this, which was like 40. No, and
0: not to say you need to have a guy shoot cell phone video and then try to sell it to USA. No, not at all. But like, there's just something to be said about uh, maybe having some, uh, I don't know. So just updating the look a little bit, you know, and maybe, maybe updating it uh, with a touch of authenticity that you can, uh, I don't know. It, this
1: just, it, just, it just felt cheap and, and kind of a bit easy. English was in the ring with Rusev, and Rusev took the microphone away as the audience is chanting, and he wants to sing this time. And he started singing. He rhymed dates with United States and pay with Rusev Day. And this this was terrible, but it was Rusev doing it, so the people enjoyed it. What did you think of Rusev singing?
0: Well, I felt like he, you know, he, if he did this last week, I, I'm sure the reaction would have been immense, but I felt he was not over this week as a last. And, you know, maybe it was simply the crowd. Maybe last week's crowd was just that much more into him. I heard last week that they were chanting Rusev Day even before the show started. This week I didn't necessarily get that sense, but the crowd did get
1: into it. A bit. Xavier Woods took on Aiden English. This was part of the United States Title Tournament. Winner will face Jinder Mahal, who they showed watching backstage with the Singh brothers, and that was the only uh, that was the only time we saw Jinder Mahal on this show. Woods hit a spinning forearm. Rusev got caught by Woods on the floor as he was trying to sneak up from behind, and Woods turned and caught him. And Rusev just reacted. I was just kidding. I wasn't going to do anything, and it was very funny. Woods hit this backbreaker uh, into the double knees after uh, setting him up in like a torture rack. They're fighting on the turnbuckle. Woods' back body drops him off of the top and then scales the rope and hits the top rope elbow, pinning English in 548 and then celebrated by eating pancakes with the New Day after the match. I thought Xavier looked good in this match. I thought so too.
0: I thought it was – Strange, though, that um, last week you had Rusev and English, I think, dropping a ton of hints uh, about a potential babyface turn. I mean, you had Rusev with that big spot with the double camel clutch, and then you even had English doing the Eddie Guerrero tribute frog splash, and this week it just felt like it was all ignored. Uh, Not that the crowd seemed to mind, because the crowd just continued to seem to just treat
1: these guys as, you know, mid-card heels this week. Yeah, so we got Jinder and Xavier Woods. I think everyone knows how that one's going, and then Bobby Roode presumably against Mojo Raleigh. And what would you assume that it's going to be Roode and Jinder Mahal at the Rumble? I would say so, as opposed to Mojo and Jinder. That's a really
0: tough match to sell. (laughs) Well, they do have a history from the uh, Andre
1: Battle Royal, yes, but. It's yeah. gonna be 10 mi- It's gonna be 10 minutes on the Rumble, so we know we're gonna get at least uh, another match on the Rumble with the, the finals here of this yes. tournament. Which, you know, what way? Given how much um, time is gonna be dedicated to the Rumble matches, and we're likely getting two title matches, uh, I could see this U.S. title match ending up on the kickoff. Oh, so could I. Yeah. I mean, this is a, it's a it's a two
0: hour kickoff as well. Rude and gender. I don't. Who who would you
1: say would win? Ginder. I think Ginder wins mm. the title at the Rumble. Yeah, I think so. That would be my thought. And I could definitely see that on the kickoff. Dasha is with Natalia, Tamina, Carmella, and Lana. And they've all entered the Rumble. Um, I assume that means Lana, too. Is that how you took it? Yes. Sir. Great. They need the bodies. Yeah. I guess so. They feel good after sending the riot squad running like rats off a sinking ship last week. Carmella says their party is over after 2017 ended. Then Lana, it just was like each girl took her turn saying her little like catchphrase. Lana says, only fools rush in. And that's what they did. They showed their hand. And then Tamina leans into the microphone. And that was foolish. Yes, Tamina. Lana just said, only fools rush in, and hence fools are, by definition, foolish. Um, <laughs> this was just goofy. It yeah, was just goofy to have you know. each girl in, like, single file take turns with their soundbite. Well, I just want to know who the writer was that felt
0: it necessary for Tamina to say that line. <laughs> it's that that like, was foolish. It's like they had forgotten about her, and they're like, oh, we need something for her to say. Uh
1: <sighs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for thinking of me. I got this. Mm. Imagine being on the road and you're at TV. You have to get to TV around like noon on one of these days. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, granted, she had a match on this show. She had a match. What about Mojo Rawley or Zack Ryder who might have been backstage and probably didn't do anything? Wait, the big one, Baron coming up. Then they showed one of the biggest – wrestling pay-per-view draws in history for at least one night carl malone was in the crowd yes this guy looked fantastic i want to see this guy in the royal rumble don't don't say that too loud well, I, i'll say it loud i'd love to see carl malone God. in the hall of fame this guy looked like he could go 20 minutes hmm. this guy the mailman yeah he's a he's a postal post office favorite mm Natalia, Carmela, and Tamina. I thought that was really clever, actually. That one quickly came to me, and you I, I gave actually nothing. Thought, well, I nothing. Thought, I thought about it before, but oh, okay. I could say it. Natalia, Carmela, and Tamina versus Ruby Riotata, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. They note that Ruby has entered the Rumble, and then the Riot Squad come out in their Riot Squad t-shirts. hmm Yeah. What would you think of these shirts? Pretty basic,
0: black and white.
1: Yep. Um, it's just, it's just, it's almost comical. The, <laughs> like, just oh, they're the just, two groups. They're like, just Absolution the, gets three new shirts on Monday. They have three new shirts on Tuesday. It's like every idea is just, it's just done twice. Yeah. Everything they do, like, it's just they're they're mirrors.
0: Yeah, um, and I'm sure they'll have something at the Rumble together. Uh, but i'll say i to me the riot squad really does not feel uh mm. they're cowards they just run away i mean yeah. they've
1: that, that's they don't it. even
0: feel worthy of t-shirts you know like Boy. who's gonna buy one of these shirts unless you're like ruby riot's mom or Liv morgan's like boyfriend who might be what <laughs> uh tyler bait are they dating Um, I'm not up on my uh, my couples anyway so he might buy one but like they've hardly earned the shirt if you know what I mean they're just eh. yeah but the shirt kind of helps like
1: unify them sure why not great Natalia attempted the sharpshooter on Liv who went to the floor they went through a commercial here when they came back Logan was in control of Carmella Tamina got the tag attacked all three super kicked Ruby Samoan dropped to Logan she climbs up for the For the splash off the top, but Ruby distracts the referee, allowing Liv Morgan with one arm to shove Tamina, who does a somersault bump off the top. And I'm sorry, but Liv Morgan shoving this woman, I wouldn't buy her budging an inch from Liv Morgan with one arm pushing Tamina. But instead, she did the most exaggerated tumble off the top uh, as she plunged to her death here. And then Logan, (laughs) Logan, her finish is this cartwheel where she comes down with her knees onto the back of Tamina's neck. This is an example of a finish that too much thought went into to try and make this distinct and pin Tamina. I thought it looked cool. I'll try it on you sometime, okay? Okay, sure. Do you know how easy this thing is going to be to screw up? Mm. Yes. Yes, I do. Well, the riot uh, Squad won, but there was much more to this. What did you think of the match? I didn't think it was good. I mean, it was fine, but uh, I, I, think, I, think,
0: I think when you're debuting um, new women on the roster, they have to be good. They have to be impressive, especially when you have, I think, such a great talent pool of other people that are waiting around. And this, by the end of it, just felt like it took up TV time. The booking, I thought, was rushed um really basic and
1: mm, not not that interesting ruby gets on the mic and says everyone in orlando believes in magic wrong it isn't real it's just like each and every one of you phony you pretend you're happy when you're all miserable And they all need a strong dose of reality. So take a good look. The riot squad is real. Our destruction is real. Our success is real. This was tempered with loud what chants that just got louder and louder. She then announces that Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan are joining her in the rumble. And then Charlotte interrupts them. She says she is a dreamer. I believe in the power and magic of my dreams. I believe in the power and magic of my dreams was a real line on a real show from a human being on this episode. And not tongue-in-cheek, not sarcastic. This was her stating that she believes in the power and the magic of her dreams. She and went she, on to talk about finding
0: your passion and and it it can change your life. Yeah.
1: Well, what has what has happened to Charlotte? She went to a Tony Robbins seminar. You know the deal with Ric Flair where this guy he just he always wanted to be a heel and at a certain point it was just the audience loves you so much it's just you're fighting against the tide to stay heel. Yeah. She's got the opposite. No one wants to cheer Charlotte. No one wants her as a babyface. Ah, that's they, not true. That's not true. I think with well, all this, Rick I, player, I don't. I don't
0: want this babyface. She's definitely. Uh, I I'll say like much of her babyface character. Uh, I feel has probably been shaped by by the sympathy card for for Rick, and it seems like she's kind of um, separating herself from that uh, over the past several weeks and months, uh, and now you're just kind of left with like overly positive and overly grateful uh
1: charlotte flair Um, my hope my hope is that she is being so over the top because the turn is coming for this becky program that has really grown on me you mean she's going to turn on becky or becky yes no 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 she turns i think she should be the heel in that program yeah she's i i I don't i don't like the idea of becky as a heel
0: i don't either i think yeah I i like becky i think becky is certainly like right now she's been out of the spotlight long enough that I think the crowd is hungry for her to
1: take it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. She got a great reaction tonight. Charlotte says that actions have consequences and wants to introduce someone who wants to get even with them. Naomi Orlando's own Naomi comes out and then she brings out the returning Becky Lynch and all six brawl with Logan riot and Morgan, uh, Everyone hits a spot on them, including a pair of beck sploders to Riot and Morgan. And once again, the Riot squad bails and runs for cover as the baby faces stand tall in the ring. I was a fan of the post-match. I thought the three-on-three three received a good
0: reaction. I thought the reintroduction of Becky was done pretty well. Um, maybe not the promo, but uh, I thought Ruby actually did well, though. I mean, she showed the most passion Delivering her written lines, uh, I think she showed the most passion she's shown since her debut.
1: Yeah, well, to me, if, if this built up anything, it was that you have this group of Charlotte, Naomi, and Becky, and then you have the other group of Natalia, Carmel, and Tamina. And hmm. they both beat the shit out of the riot squad. So I want to see the 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 winning groups battle at it now. Hmm. Yeah, well. You might get that. We go to our tape promo backstage. Baron Corbin is standing there. One Mississippi. He could be sitting. Um he could have been. Um whoever was directing him was clearly sitting and not paying attention because I think this guy was waiting for his cue because he just it was like 5 to 6 long seconds. Until he started his promo, and I don't think this was done for dramatic effect. Are you sure? Because it's always like that.
0: They, they, like just, these, these are pre-tapes, so I mean, maybe I they, they are. Maybe they're just like uh, like buffer time
1: the, for the. T- it like it's like he wasn't even. I don't know. It was like he just started. Like it was like he got a go sign and he just went right into the promo. He wasn't like he was just, you know, steam coming out of his ears, or he was trying to like give a, a nasty facial expression he was just it was like he was waiting for the bus and then <laughs> he, he he saw the green light and he just started his promo yeah hmm yeah he it, can't wait for the rumble and he's in it and he claims he's going to main event wrestlemania well i find
0: i find him i mean he's usually a man who's really easy to hate just by looking at him but in close-up form when the camera's that close to his face and all you see is just his, his eyes and just like his uh, nose and his mouth filling up your TV screen. He's really easy to hate. Like, and not necessarily ah, in the, I want to see him get his ass beat away. It's like, it's more so the, Oh, uh, like gross. Get this off my TV type of way. Um, but they found, they found something. Yeah, you should cut his, all all his promos like this.
1: Not that I'm uh, lamenting Baron Corbin's lot uh, Lawton life on SmackDown, but as we've brought up a number of the women onto the onto the SmackDown roster, it's like this is a re- for a two-hour show. This is a really bloated SmackDown roster. Like, there's just so many people on this show mm-hmm. that you you don't have ro- enough. Which I mean, there's a good and bad to that I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that guys aren't on every single week I think that there's some value to that as well but it just feels as though like you're just trying to cram so many people on your two-hour show every week that you get segments like Brizongo and the Bludgeon Brothers that it's just well we promoted this how do we just keep this as short as humanly possible maybe that's the purpose of this mixed tag thing to get tv
0: time to a bunch of people who um don't usually get it i mean if
1: not that then i suppose that's the purpose of a main event isn't it yeah the the mixed challenge as well they announced the commentary team for that show it's going to be michael cole Corey graves and beth phoenix calling the show and it premieres in two weeks okay on on facebook watch cool so do we get that in canada i don't believe we do Eh. As of, as of Damn. now, so I'm sure we will Shit. find a way to get it. Uh-oh, what if, what if we get spoilers way before we can see it? Mm. Then you'll have to unfollow the person who spoiled it for you. Yes. AJ Styles' Sami Zayn was our main event. Non-title match, did all the entrances. Shane, Bryan, and Owens are all at ringside. Bryan got into the middle of Owens and Shane arguing on the floor, and then Zayn is able to nail Styles as he returns to the, ra- the ring and goes through a break. Styles spun Zayn in the air into a gut buster, landed an Ushiguroshi out of the corner, and then Zayn uh, comes back up. He lands a blue thunder bomb for a two-count, sets up for the Haluva kick when Styles runs out of the corner and applies a calf crusher, and Zane gets to the bottom rope, breaking that up. From there, Styles hits the Pele kick, sets up for the phenomenal forearm, but Zane's, Zane ducks and gets run into the ropes, and the referee ends up going down to the floor, Owens goes to check on the referee as styles has the cover on Zane and thus gives Zane the ability to get out of the pinfall styles gets upset at this and Shane then shoves Owens who goes down to the mat and Brian gets pissed. Kevin Owens is ejected. Brian then gets on the mic stating that if Owens is ejected, he wants Shane to leave as well. And Shane is just giving this look of utter annoyance at Daniel Bryan. Styles then takes out Owens in the corner, but this allows Zayn to hit him with the Huluva kick from behind, and Sami Zayn pins AJ Styles.
0: hmm Well, I mean, they are building up to uh, a three-way, so... No, a, t- a two-on-one. Okay, wait a second.
1: Is they that what that is? They explicitly, they explicitly a two-on-one? Said, so who wins the belt? Well, that's... They called it a handicap match. They specifically... Called it a handicap match yeah. for the Rumble, which I would imagine gets changed to a three-way because it makes no sense. Okay, but that's what we wait went off the air with the impression it was. It's a handicap match for the WWE Championship? Yes.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. I uh, I thought one week was fine of AJ taking a pinfall, but I think two weeks in a, in a row of your babyface champion getting pinned was a little much. I didn't think you needed to sacrifice AJ to this extent. Simply, you know, let's be honest, this is all backdrop for the Shane Bryan story, isn't it? So, uh, I thought that was a little too much. Um, this was a match when it was announced, Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles, that I think, uh, attracted a lot of people's, or I'm not going to say a lot, attracted some people's attention enough for you, John, to, to make it the headline in your daily news update. It was, yeah, but absolutely in execution, you know, it was nothing. It was sports entertainment. It was just a backdrop for, um, yeah, it was no, there's no match worthy to discuss.
1: Yeah. And I mean, maybe this is, uh, it's not anything new, but it's very much pronounced last week and certainly tonight that Shane and Brian are the top stars on SmackDown mm-hmm. above the WWE champion. And that was pretty much ironed out clearly in this main event like it felt as though like styles is just supporting player here in the background for brian and shane and he looks like an idiot
0: this was the same build sorry to cut you off this was the same build that he had in that james ellsworth feud when he was the heel and ellsworth was squeaking by with all these all these victories because of the help of dean ambrose uh except now you have AJ styles in that same position but he's supposed to be your babyface champ um i think that's a bit flawed
1: Although I would have him retain at the rumble and gets the win at that point. Um, Styles gets on the mic and he says that that Owens and Zayn can't do anything on their own. He doesn't know whose side Brian is on and tells them to all stop bickering like children. He doesn't want other people involved in his matches. And he says, why don't you just give me a handicap match with Owens and Zayn. So Brian says, I'll make it for the Royal rumble. And Everyone's giving this confused look to Brian, and that's how the show ended. So we are going off the air with the idea it's a handicap match for the Rumble.
0: Brian even goes as far as to force a yes chant at the end of this, and (laughs) members of the crowd actually go along. So um, his blatant showing of favoritism at the end here suggests to me that this is all set up for a swerve, and that perhaps he's somehow secretly working with Shane, even though Shane might not even know it. Uh, and I'm trying to think what the end result is, and it might be Shane Owens again. It might be Shane and AJ taking on Owens and Zayn again. That's the only, only reason, because I don't think Daniel Bryan's turning heel.
1: Maybe Bryan's bringing in a protege who will represent him against Shane.
0: Yeah, who would that be?
1: He hates training people. Um, Ricochet. <laughs> I don't know. Can you imagine Ricochet versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania? <laughs> I can. I, I, too, I can as well. Yeah. Um, I can imagine them as a tag team. Ricochet. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah Ricochet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. great. Um, I did not watch 205 Live, but just some notes from the show. Enzo was off the show again due to the flu, and then they've done a deal now where Kurt Angle has gone on and as general manager stated that due to Enzo having the flu, he is going to be replaced on the Mixed Challenge show, which I don't know if Kurt's ever had the flu in his life, but that show is two weeks away. But Enzo is off that show now due to the flu. Hmm. Um, Okay. The show also, 205 Live, it also featured... The rematch that Way is immediately going to be going to the WWE Network to check out when we finish this of Drew Gulak and Arya Divari versus Cedric Alexander and Gold Dust, which apparently <laughs> Gold Dust was a standout in this match from people I saw that uh, were tweeting about this match. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds like he they, it was definitely an improvement over Monday. Well, maybe I'll, I will actually check it out. It sounds interesting. So it sounds like he ha- they had him come another day. Like he's done his tour on Monday night, and they had yeah. him come this this guy's gonna have to end, well, I guess he's probably not complaining that he's getting TV in, time. Well, it's two oh five live TV time. He's
0: also going to be involved in the Mix Mix Challenge. What a weird That's right. What a strange name. Mixed Challenge.
1: So I, so I guess he'll be doing Tuesdays anyway, coming up.
0: Um uh, so, so was and, and, so, and your
1: man and your man was back, TJP.
0: Oh, boy, yes. My honorable mention for
1: Worst Pro. His return was so awesome. It was Akira Tozawa is in the ring, and then it's like a mystery. It was, well, uh, Tozawa doesn't know who his opponent is, and then his music plays, and it just focuses on the Titan Tron that says it's flashing max health as he comes out. Yes. With his video game Ah, entrance. Cool. And he's back. Your
0: man. TJP, love me some TJP. Oh, contraire, mon frère! Wow. This uh, so so this Enzo thing was this was the whole Nia
1: thing supposed to lead up to this mixed tag, or is that something else? Well, I think they were doing the storyline, and I, I, they certainly had that option that they could end up as a team. Like that made sense to pair them as a team on on that show to further that storyline between the two. But now it seems that Enzo is is off that show. Hmm. So that's strange because. Again, it's the flu and theoretically Enzo's going to be there on Tuesdays for 205 live anyway. So unless they just it was a storyline reason that they didn't want to have him uh on that show. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know why you would necessarily make the change, but do, they are. Do so. we
0: know do we know the participants right now with that mixed tag? Sorry I keep bringing up that mixed 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 challenge, but um uh it's it's I'm curious about it because um it's something new that they're trying. Uh, I'm just trying to also gauge, like, what how, what level of importance they're
1: placing on this. this is this just another main event? Yeah, this thing's going to be, like, 20 to 30-minute show on the network after um, SmackDown. So it's going to be airing in the 205 live slot. Mm-hmm. They haven't announced teams, but here are the, one, they've, the been teasing, they've, so they've been teasing They've been teasing teams, though, online. Yeah, they've been teasing teams, but uh, they haven't officially announced them. Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, Oscar Bailey, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Goldust, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, The Miz, and then the fans get to vote on either Jason Jordan, Elias, or Samoa Joe being the final entrant, which you would imagine Joe wins that vote. Uh, and then on SmackDown, Becky Lynch, Bobby Roode, Carmella, Charlotte, Jimmy Uso, Lana, Naomi, Natalia, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and a member of the New Day based on a fan vote. Gotcha. So basically,
0: you know, uh, every – maybe two – six people a week will kind of get uh, 205 Live Duty for the next several weeks.
1: Yes. Uh, I want to know who they're going to pair Samoa Joe with. Who is Nakamura going to be? Pa- I hope it's Nakamura and Lana. Hmm. Okay. Rusev and Lana is too easy a pairing. I think yeah, they should actually course. keep them separate. Yeah. Who's Braun Strowman going to be paired with? That'll be funny. Oh, man. Um,
0: Alicia Fox. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh. Anyway. That Something. that sounds somewhat interesting. It sounds like it could be a blast. Yeah.
1: And for all of those that are not aware, like this is a it's a mixed match challenge. It's not intergender. So it's not going to be, "Oh, they're not even in the matches together?" Well, they're they're in the matches together, but you're not going to see a man and a woman Yeah, of course, doing not. spots together. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be the tag- women are in the win- with the women and the men are in with the men. Well, um hmm, okay. So that starts January sixteenth, um, and we will keep you Canadians updated on when this will be. Uh, how you can see it, because I don't even know the answer. And to what's that right the now. prize at the end of it all? Didn't they announce that it's a uh, hundred thousand dollars goes to charity for the winning team? What? Of a of a work tournament? <laughs>
0: what? What? What is this? What's the what, so they're all gonna fight for charities, and then only one of them is gonna win? Maybe oh, bad for all the. Maybe, maybe they're the going to announce
1: the the charity at the end of the tournament because how do you do that? Like, how could you do? Who are you wrestling for? And Connor's you, cure, and you're you're booking this, so yeah. it's like, well, no, he, Connor's cure is not going to win this. Oh come on, you don't think so? I've, no, I've, you're be, probably right. The or team will or Susan G. Susan G. Coleman. Yeah, maybe maybe Dana Warrior will have an appearance on the show. Maybe she should have been hosting this again don't speak so loud john they might be hearing just go for it entertain us well that is oh uh, do we have feedback shit oh my god i totally <laughs> forgot i was ready to wrap this up totally oh my god. uh did you put up a thread uh i thought you did
0: i did uh <laughs> i'm so bad with that
1: okay what did you think this Oh, the show was okay, Wait, okay.
0: Uh, i'm going to guess people are going to say ah this might have been enough failing. i mean the, the, the Usu's oh, I'm with was a good. Three. i'm going to guess um 5 i'm going 3 okay
1: 6.27 wow you guys That's, rated this
0: just as high as last night's raw
1: no way i i didn't get into the show as much Let's go to Rick here. Tonight's finish feels like the same place we were a little over a year ago when AJ was 0-2 versus James Ellsworth. We have two weeks in a row of AJ taking a loss. I'm surprised that AJ is so popular despite all those high-profile losses. Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, and now Sami Zayn.
0: Kenneth from Vancouver, I like the Alpha Usos match. I realized that it was a little dusty, and the picking choosing of when to use replays is a little hokey, but it does give Alpha somewhere to go and gives them justification for another rematch. They already pinned the champs. That can lead to something for sure. But then we go right, right back to the floundering to the kind of floundering with Rizango and the Bludgeon Brothers. It's a repeat, and it's not a particularly compelling one. Are we going to get an Ascension-Brizongo feud when the Bludgeon Brothers inevitably go
1: upward? Are we going to get anything at all? With the Bludgeon Brothers, I I think at a certain point, they'll be a featured team on the show. And this is kind of just keeping them busy and away from the tag division is what it seems like. Uh, We go to Bax from Bangor, Maine. Thought it was an okay episode of SmackDown. I have no idea what they're doing with the Riot Squad. They don't seem like a threat at all, so why should I take them seriously? I thought Becky Lynch's return was a waste when you could have had her make a big comeback at the Royal Rumble and possibly win. Lastly, I was intrigued and confused by the stipulation Brian made at the end of the show. I guess we'll see where it goes from here. For John, has there been any championship matches in the past in the WWE with the same stipulation? Uh, that being a, a handicap. handicap. I know that they've done them before. Uh, I don't know for the... WWE title, but...
0: What, how did Lay Cool win the tag team belt or win the championship
1: belt? The uh, title? I, did they do a double pin or oh, something it a, like that? It was a and, women's title, right? Yeah, and then they had the title broken in half that they each had a half of. So that's maybe what they can do for AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just going to make it a three-way. That'll be Shane's ruling, and he's going to be the ref, or Brian's going to be the ref, or we're going to have five... Mm-hmm. referees i mean it's so much it's, a, it's
0: there's, just there's like they're
1: dancing around like uh a, 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 i guess
0: an end result that i think we can all uh assume yeah okay we got to imran who says pretty good episode of smackdown i hate when referees pick and choose when the wrong person is pinned to restart matches. Maybe I'm just a gable mark, but I just wanted him and Shelton to keep the titles. My question to you guys about the main event and how they keep hinting tension between Shane and Brian do you think that while they are t- teasing a Brian heel turn, that this is all a ploy by Triple H and Steph to get Shane out of power? I could see them being behind Zayn and Owens, being advised to drive Shane crazy which it has due to him being obsessed with this entire thing, while Brian is starting to see that the power is getting to Shane's head. And without him knowing it, he is falling for something concocted by Triple H and Steph.
1: I, I don't think that's a bad story. I just don't feel that's the direction they're going. I think that Hunter is going to be attached to Braun Strowman on on the Raw side. I, I think hmm. both Stephanie and Hunter are going to be on Raw. I mean, they have that angle open-ended with and, Braun. And Stephanie and is attached to Ronda Rousey. with Possibly Ronda. And you also have the stuff with Hunter and Kurt coming out of Survivor Series 2. So hmm. I think that's where those two are going to be and away from SmackDown. But I, I don't think that's a bad idea to have somebody trying to overthrow Shane and it be revealed later down the road as Hunter or Stephanie. Uh, next up... Let's go to Andrew in Sydney with a limerick. O'Brien, what a heel! After that, he helps Sammy pin Styles to the mat. There's no hope of retaining for the man who's maintaining that he lives on an earth that is flat. Oh, excellent! AJ great. is never gonna live that one down. Really. <sighs>
0: Darren from Florida. I attended the show live in Orlando. Surprised they only had one prelim match prior to SmackDown, and that was Mojo defeating Ryder in what I presume is a preview of next next week. Okay, so they they all wrestled. That's good. Crowd was pretty full. Looked like a close to sellout. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Rusev, Day, and the Usos were the most over in that order. Otherwise, the show was just kind of meh. Not too keen on how they keep pinning AJ, yet can't pin somebody like Reigns, ever. The dusty finish actually drew a good crowd reaction, but the crowd was confused as to what was in need of replaying. And the random, all-of-the-sudden use of instant replay is frustrating when there have been so many matches where it is never mentioned. Uh, Some... Okay, okay, okay. He goes, uh, being forced to watch 205 here as I normally don't bother, but at least Goldust is helping to add some comedy and the crowd is into him. Blown as the main event to try to get everybody not to leave and sit through 205 Live was Jinder, Zane, Owens taking on Styles, Nakamura, and Rude. I guess Orton has the week off.
1: And I guess Baron Corbin just practiced his promo all night. Because <laughs> he had nothing. Uh, and last one here is Christian from Puerto Rico. I feel pretty conflicted with the main storyline. On the one hand, I enjoy the shades of gray and all the characters involved, like you guys. But on the other, on the other, all the wrestlers involved are amazing talents in the ring. Yet we cannot get simple one-on-one matches between them. I, for the most part, do not mind this booking on TV, but it appears that at the it appears that at the Rumble title match, it will be horribly overbooked as well. Then again, I cannot stop thinking about all the directions they could still go with this storyline. Overall, I thought SmackDown was a bit weaker than usual tonight. I give it a Six yeps out of ten. You
0: yeah, know, right? I I think they. I mean, the all the all the character stuff is great, but they need to give us some great matches once in a while. And I thought this was a perfect opportunity with Owens. Or sorry, it was with Zayn and AJ. If they had a great match, and you know, you could have done a clean finish, and I think you could have still gotten away with the triple threat. But whatever. Um it, it you know it's, it's just too much too much too much uh sports entertainment not enough of the other thing and it's just kind of out of balance right now.
1: All right, well that is going to wrap up. Rewind a SmackDown. We have a lot of shows up uh, going back to this weekend. Our Best of 2017 show is available. Our roundtable show. Uh, then we have Rewind a Raw from Monday night, and on top of that, a Wrestle Kingdom 12 preview show and an entire primer for new new japan fans as well uh, that show is available as well up on the site at postwrestling.com. you can also listen to our shows on itunes google play stitcher and the tune in radio app as well all of those outlets uh have post wrestling uh, so you can check that out and our next show way is going to be the big wrestle kingdom 12 review yeah i'm excited that's coming up uh, late Thursday night. That will be for members of our Post Wrestling Cafe. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, which you can now go easily to postwrestlingcafe.com, and that will take you to sign up and very easy process. And then you will get that review show uh, this Thursday night after Wrestle Kingdom when Way and I have watched five and a half hours of New Japan and we will have a full rundown of that event. So that will be our next show, and of course, our worst of twenty seventeen show that will be coming out uh, this Sunday. So you can tune into that. No shortage of shows uh, up on the site, and that is going to wrap things up. Is there anything I'm leaving out, Way? I don't think so.
0: It covers everything. Uh, do continue to check out the page, uh, the Post Wrestling Cafe. You can either go to postwrestlingcafe.com or pay the Patreon. And continue checking out the post, especially if you're a Double Double member, because we'll be releasing a number of bonuses there uh, throughout the week.
1: And who were the, um, who, who the, uh, the listeners that had us represented in Orlando tonight?
0: Oh, that's Bill and Alex, our good friends from Orlando, who
1: always represent us so well. So thank you, Bill and Alex. Greatly appreciated. I yes. got lo- lots of comments tonight of people who saw my big head on, on SmackDown, and we also got a post-wrestling plug mm-hmm. as— uh, people which they confiscated right after the first segment awesome i yeah. love it even better well that's that's uh that's perfect so that is it uh we will chat with you all thursday night